freedom. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. Oh. song was Oh Freedom by the Golden Gospel Singers. I just want to say welcome all of my free listeners, my wonderful friends that I have uh, maybe met you in person or know you from cyberspace, from my little laptop computer. Thank you for tuning in to a new paradigm podcast. I am back recording weekly, so I hope all of you enjoy your freedom weekend as it was July 4th in the United States as we are celebrating what it means to be free in this country. And I would like to add that to be free within ourselves. So this podcast is about freedom from within, which is true freedom. Freedom, just that word. What does it mean to be free? And I want to say be, because to have freedom freedom as a noun or as a direct object after the verb have implies that it can be taken away or given to you or to or from somebody else, like a toy, a cookie, or affection. However, if you view freedom as something that you innately are, sort of an adjective, Maybe perhaps even more than that. Freedom as a part of your being human. Your core essence, that is. From that perspective, what does it mean to be free? I would like to propose this idea that every one of us, no matter where we live, are truly free beings. Some may argue, well, we are either free and have liberties, or we aren't free and are enslaved in one way or another. This perspective is true when you're looking on the outside of things. But I am trying to offer a 
different perspective on freedom. Freedom with liberties is not the same thing as being free. So what do I mean by being free? Well, the freedom with a capital F that you are truly is a truism. No matter the circumstances that you are living now, you are expressing yourself as one who is empowered and connected to the core essence of who you are. Being free is knowing who you are beyond just your circumstances. And from that place of knowing, you express your true nature as one who is eternally free. There's a lot to unravel in that statement, so let me tell you a story. So get comfy, pull yourself a nice cup of warm tea, and come on a little journey with me. Imagine, if you will, a child. It could be a little girl or a boy, it doesn't matter. And for simplicity, I will use the pronoun he throughout this tale. So this child was raised by very loving parents. The only child of this couple wanted and cherished he was. As he grew from infancy and learned to walk, his parents protected him following his every move. They put bumpers around the furniture, stoppers on the doors so he wouldn't fall and hurt himself. They loved and protected his every step. As the boy grew older, he started not needing those safety nets. He was running, playing, and learning to ride a bike. But the parents, out of their concern, kept the bumpers on the furniture and the training wheels on the bike. They followed his every move, ready at a moment's notice to catch his falls. A year or so passed, and the child asked to have the training wheels taken off his bike. The parents refused. You are safe this way, they said. The child insisted that he was ready. Oh, was he ready to experience the freedom and the thrill of riding his bike all on his own. However, the parents argued out of love or fear that they knew better than their child, for they have lived longer, experienced more things, have felt the pain of hurting themselves and wanted to prevent their only child whom they loved from experiencing that pain. So the bumper stayed on the furniture and the training wheels stayed on his bike. As a child aged into a young adult, he lived his whole life being fed information that his parents wanted him to have. He was told stories that his parents wanted him to hear. He was surrounded by images that only his parents deemed he was worthy enough to see. But time keeps moving forward. They couldn't surround him forever. Then the day came 
when the child became a man and moved out into the world. He saw furniture and doors for the first time without bumpers. He got used to rounded corners until the first time he ran his knee into the edge of a coffee table. The pain hit, but it was temporary. That's not so bad, he thought, and he carried on his way. For the first time, the man got on a bike without training wheels. He didn't know if he could ride or not. It didn't take long for him to learn how to handle the curves in the road, to pedal uphill with power and coast when gliding back down. Soon, the man rose proficient and even successful navigating on his own. During the first few years as an adult, the man experiences all the joy, happiness, love, heartache, pain, and disappointment that a life can offer. The man was empowered to be who he was born to be with all of his own ideas, desires, and imperfections. However, the time came when he had to go back to see his parents. They were so happy to see each other. It had been a long time, and all of them embraced each other in love. The man began to tell them of his adventures, how he created his own life stories and experiences. He told them of how he even rode a bike for miles without training wheels. He told them how he fell off once or twice, and the pain eventually healed, and he wasn't afraid to get back on and ride again. His parents looked at him with endearment, but confusion. Why wouldn't you want to do things the way they've always been done? The way we've raised you? They asked. The world is a tough place, full of disappointments, things that can make you or break you. Why, my son, are you living out there this way? The man looked into their loving but fearful eyes. He felt a wave of compassion roll over him. Compassion for those he loves and compassion for all the people who let fear cloud their perceptions of the world and stifle their ability to be truly free from within. That is just a little story of a man that might be similar to all of our journeys. So thinking of that, I ask again, what does it mean for you to be free? I think freedom means different things to different people. To me, it means to view the world in your own truth, no matter what others want you to see or to believe. It means to be confident in your own journey, no matter how many falls or mistakes you make, it's your journey, 
not anyone else's, even of those who you love and want to emulate. So I'd like to end this little journey with you with a quote I heard recently from His Holiness the Dalai Lama. I heard this quote from another uh, podcast I listened to. It is called the Rainbow Round Table. Net is where you can find, um, not really a podcast, but it is a blog of sorts. So I heard this quote from His Holiness the Dalai Lama, and it's dated June 21st, 2021. And in this he says, If we want to see a more peaceful world, we have to learn to collaborate Young people should not follow previous patterns of behavior. New conditions, such as our independent, globalized world, require new ideas, new concepts. Dividing people into us and them is out of date. And so it is. A lot of wonderful things to ponder with that right there. So... Take a big, deep breath. Blow it all out. We will end this podcast not with a full meditation, but just a little mindfulness. Thinking of where am I free? Where am I enslaved? Are these my beliefs that I am expressing? Is this my truth that I am expressing? Or am I expressing somebody else's truth or belief system? Take a big deep breath and let it out. There is no wrong answer. There is no wrong answer for you or for anyone else. I am eternally grateful for the opportunity to share my thoughts and feelings with you all on this podcast, A New Paradigm. Love and gratitude to everyone listening and reading my story on my blog, pathwaysofconsciousness.com. May we each find peace within and radiate it outward as a shining light of love and hope. Satnam, namaste y'all. Have a great night.